Ladies and gentlemen, hello and good morning. Uh, it is the 19th of June at 8 a.m. I'm not sure if you can actually hear. The church bells are ringing. Yup, it is nice, bright and early. So yeah, anyway, it has been a while, guys. I have not been on to record a podcast with you uh, for some time. Um, been focusing on other avenues, um, coaching, bodybuilding, social media, um, Instagram, and I've actually neglected the podcast. So I thought I would jump on today and come bring you an episode because it's been a little while for those who love to listen to my dulcet tones while they do their steps, their cardio, um, drive, whenever it is that you listen to this. Um, But love and appreciation as always for listening. Um, Hope you guys are fine, fresh and fucking fantastic as well. Um, life updates. It's been a busy season so far. Um, fresh out of um, Georgia's show yesterday at Warrington, um, UK UP, two second places and a third, which absolutely sensational. Um, which actually inspired today's podcast. Um, it, it's something that I've been wanting to come on and talk about for a while, um, and I think it actually ties in quite well because. Um, A lot of it I saw firsthand yesterday. So today's episode is, are we setting ourselves up for failure or unreal expectations in regards to our competitive season? So I'm going to go through some of the basic kind of fundamentals of what we can do in regards to our prep that is, one, going to put us in a much more favorable position, two, is going to make the process far more enjoyable and three also far more progressive as well because I'm seeing uh, quite a few things that are potentially not leading people into the best position in regards to their their season their competitions their their preps um, and these are all very very simple kind of um, factors that can be put in or taken into consideration that can make a huge difference to not only someone's enjoyment of the process, but also someone's um, results, someone's actual kind of like end outcome of these seasons. So strap in, here we go. Uh, So firstly, and, and, and this is one that I'm so surprised is being missed so regular, is that picking your shows accordingly and knowing what the Federation's criteria is. Um, one thing I've kind of seen, and this rings so prominent and true in regards to the bikini class criteria, the class criteria from Federation to Federation is so vast, it's unreal. And you could be what one Federation wants to a T, go and compete the next day, and be completely the opposite to what another federation wants to see. And this is why it's essential of knowing what federations you're competing with, knowing what look you want to bring as well, and not just doing shows for the sake of doing shows, because that's not always going to give you the best possible outcomes. And yes, okay, it's stage experience, and obviously, yes, we love bodybuilding, but when you've just placed very highly at one federation, and you go to another and you don't even get a look in, of course, it's going to cause mass confusion. But this is why we need to see what it is that the federations are actually looking for. This rings true for figure. It also rings true for bikini. Also some classic divisions as well, actually. 
Now, what do I mean? So, let's take the bodybuilding federations, for example. Two Bros, um, PCA, you know, the typical kind of um, federations that we would expect to see dry, hard, very, very lean individuals. These are usually the individuals that are placing very highly in these federations. Um, now, if we take the fitness fashion sort of federations into account, so UKUP, Pure Elite, FMC, they distinctly state in their class criteria, no hard lean definition. They want a softer look. They want a, a well-trained athlete that looks like they take care of themselves, but no like cut clear definition. That's very, very clear in their criteria. So let's say, for example, you have a bikini girl that's placed top three in PCA, then goes and does a fitness fashion and um, you know, doesn't even get a look in at UKUP or Pure Elite, of course, because it's not what they're looking for. You know, it, it, it states in their criteria. So this is one of those, you have to be prepared for the situation. You can't just jump into shows kind of willy-nilly ad hoc. Like I mean, you can, but don't expect to always get the same result for different federations. Um, this is something that always rings very, very true at FitX. They distinctly state that they like a softer bikini look, and you know you'll find that because they are more of say a bodybuilding kind of federation, people think that they want that dry, hard peeled look, uh, and it isn't the case. And people end up getting disheartened. They end up questioning it. They end up saying the judges made the wrong decision. It's it's not the case. The judges are there to judge. That's what they do. You know the reason that you didn't place as high is because you didn't fit the class criteria. That's homework that needs to be done um, and this is something that I get all my athletes to do before they pick their shows are they planning their shows accordingly and I'm not saying that you can't do multiple federations but what you then need to do is plan your season accordingly so let's take an individual's prep what would you do in this circumstance so let's say for example you wanted to do the dry harder leaner competitions so what you do is maybe plan your season. So those shows are first. So you'd maybe do like PCA, two bros, the kind of like bodybuilding kind of associated lean, dry, aesthetic sort of um, federations first. And then as you reverse out of your show and start to gain higher levels of body fat and increase food, decrease expenditure, and bring back your softer look as you try and regain health, then you can throw in some of the fitness fashions towards the end of the season because you are starting to fit their class criteria as well. It makes more sense not just trying to run the same look for all federations because that's not how it works. So that's probably the first consideration that I always take into account or one that I'm seeing being mistaken quite a lot this season. Um, know your federations and know what they are looking for. Also know what you are wanting to bring because there's nothing worse than going there and being like, Oh, hold on a minute, why am I not getting a look in what's going on here, what's wrong, have I done something wrong, the judges are wrong, it just causes mass confusion. So knowing what playing field you're on will make a huge difference. So the next is time frame in regards to prep. Are you allowing yourself enough time of a prep? Have you put yourself in the best possible position for this prep? Are you going to be ready on time? And this is something that it's probably like a fundamental question to be asking things. And I, I genuinely see, and this is kind of stemmed from consults, it's stemmed from um, inquiries. 
I usually see quite a lot of resistance and pushback when I start explaining about how long a prep might actually take. And I think for a female, realistically, you probably want to be looking at around 20 to 24 weeks. Now, most people are like, oh my God, I do a 12 to 16 week prep. I can't do it that long. Well, okay, but was your feedback more conditioned? Because I can guarantee you nine times out of 10, it is. Unless you buried yourself so deep in that prep and relied so heavily on lipolytics and was doing hours and hours and hours of cardio, then, okay, arguably you may have got there. But let's look at um, a study in regards to percentage of rate of loss. So a 1.5% rate of loss in a period of prep had a much, much higher risk of lean muscle tissue lost within that diet. Now, a 0.7% rate of loss had zero lean muscle tissue lost within a diet period. So the argument of that statement would be, are you willing to sacrifice time for muscle? And if the answer is no, then I think we're in the wrong sport because that's the whole point of bodybuilding, right? We spend all this time to grow tissue. What's the point in dieting so hard to then lose it within a prep just because we don't want to take an extra four, eight weeks of dieting? Also, these longer periods of a prep will allow room for buffering. Now, this could be like a practice peak week. This could be a diet break. This could be deloads. Um, this could be multiple avenues that are only going to benefit us in the long run and make the prep more manageable, more successful, more progressive because we want these periods of time like, like like i said what's the point in going through these long extensive off seasons and um you know busting our ass in the gym pushing food up you know training like our, our asses off to then lose the muscle within the diet anyway and if we're honest with ourselves how many bikini girls are taking multiple seasons off to grow it usually is season after season after season that they want to come back so you know, argument's sake, you might have six to eight months of a growth phase. What's going to be grown in that time for you to then lose that while you're in a deficit in a prep again? Like we're basically spinning our wheels on the spot. It's two step forwards, one step back. We're not gaining anything. And the idea is to improve from season to season, is it not? So I think we have to kind of like push out of our minds these kind of 12 16 week preps and we have to be realistic with ourselves as to how long these actual phases are going to take you know what are the implications that we could potentially see is there anything that's going to happen within this prep that is going to potentially set us back and all of these things happen you know you, you might get injured you might have a weight stall you might um, need a deload you might find that food focus becomes quite high and you need a diet break. There might be something that happens externally in regards to life and family and all of these things that can potentially impact the length of the prep. What do you do then? Do you then push the show back? Do you then change the shows? Do you do you cancel the season? And, and, and this is the thing, like a very, very simple fix of just giving yourself enough time is going to change everything about this prep. And I think what it is, it's the mindset of, oh my God, 24 week prep. Like if you're worried about the length of a prep, potentially competing isn't the sport for you because 
you know, yes, bodybuilding is completely different to competing, but there has to be an element of sacrifice if we want to bring our very, very best. And if, if you know, you just want to step on stage for the fun of things, then, you know, is this again the sport that we want to be choosing? And this isn't me shitting on anyone's parade, but we want to be able to bring our very, very best to the stage. Is that is that not the idea? You know, like I said, we work so hard, we train so hard, we live these strict, meticulous lives of tracking and and weighing and, you know, ticking boxes and doing cardio and doing steps to then almost waste it by half us in a prep by not giving us enough time or or ultimately the other end of the scale which we have to doubly bust our ass off for 16 weeks to try and make it on time and lose loads of the progress that we've done and built over those periods of time it just for a very simple change and like I say one that's going to bring about so much more progression and so much more enjoyment to the plan it just seems a bit benign to me um i think we just need to be more realistic and i also think that coaches need to be a little bit more realistic as well and just be honest with the client and just say look if you want to do a 16-week prep call but you're not going to be ready for your first show not to the point that we're on on the money you know maybe if we have multiple shows in latter part of the season and yes we'll start getting better and you know how many people do you hear it's like oh yeah i was much better on my second or third show yeah no shit because you had like two three four weeks in between them and you had more time to deficit like to diet to, to bring it down which again would tie in quite nicely if you were doing a fitness fashion first and then the harder bodybuilding shows afterwards that would make perfect sense um, but if you want to be inside out, shredded, peeled, like to the fucking bone, you're going to need more than 16 weeks. And also what is, what is that level of stress going to do to your physique? If you are dieting that hard in 16 weeks, what is your post-show reverse going to be like? What is your food focus going to be like? How much cardio are you going to be fucking slogging out on the stairs? And, and this is where we tend to find the, the, hours and hours of cardio, like 60 minutes pre, 60 minutes post, you know, we tend to find the, the 1,000 to 900 calorie kind of diets, the, the RFLs, which I'm not saying like, let's let's not kind of sugarcoat it, you know, there are some individuals that will be on three-figure calories, that's sadly the belly, of the, the nature of the beast, like that is the belly of the beast, the, the nature of the beast, um, you know, if we have to take it there, we have to take it there, but why make it harder than what it has to be that doesn't seem to make sense to me you know my prep this year was 36 weeks well i say my prep was it's currently 36 weeks i'm 21 22 in at the moment i'm loving life like absolutely loving life people are oh my god you can't hold that long bruh watch me like i spent 10 weeks in a surplus eating 4,000 calories that's not hard like that's not hard at all so I, I managed to put on muscle tissue. I got leaner in the process. I washed away a lot of the fatigue that built up in the first half of the prep. And now I'm ready to drop down again. Like, it made sense. I had time on my hand. I could utilize that time. So these are some very, very simple factors that could just be utilized in regards to a prep or in regards to your competitive season that can make huge differences absolutely huge differences and they're just two very simple fixes that either yourself or your coach should be implementing in 
just to make life more manageable, make the life, make the prep more enjoyable, and also your season just far, far more progressive. Those two simple fixes can be an absolute game changer in regards to your competitive season. So anyway, guys, nice short one for you there. Any questions, anything you wish to discuss with me as further, always please just drop me a message on Instagram, BW Coaching Analytic. Um, equally, you can find me on YouTube as well, where I have some educational videos. Uh, other than that, much love, stay blessed, and I will see you all soon.